Sophia Minard. And that right there means baseball at its best. And now, leading off for your Milwaukee Brewers, Fox Sports Wisconsin's Sophia Minard. Sophia Minard is brought to you by Century Foods. You could win a trip to spring baseball next year in Arizona from Century Foods. Airfare for two, three nights in a hotel, game tickets, and more. Enter today at Century Foods. Welcome back to Homer and Tony. Tony in the studio, your cousin sub of the day, Dario Melendez, filling in for Homer's on assignment. Welcome in Bally Sports, Wisconsin. Sophia Minard. Sophia, how you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Living what the dream. Up? Living We're doing the dream. lovely. You know, talking about otters escaping from Baraboo zoos and, and Aaron Rodgers talking. So it's been a fun-filled show. Oh, wow. That's, that's uh, two very different topics right there. <laughs> exactly. So, Sophia's not in favor of having otters in a zoo, are you, <laughs> Sophia? Um, yeah, I mean, I, you can I, go I see them. You, you, you can go to the woods and see them. You don't need to go to the zoo to see them. <laughs> Uh, before we get into the uh, nooks and crannies of this Brewers team, we, we had a topic at the, the beginning of the show. I found a toothpick in my salad this morning. And uh, what is the weirdest thing or grossest thing you found in a dish that you've ordered from a restaurant? Um, I mean, I feel like the, the gross one, right, is always like if you find like a hair in yeah. your food, like from delivery or restaurant, I feel like that's probably happened to everybody. Um I've also, I mean, just like, you know, pieces of plastic, I think I have yep. found in there at times. Um, Jeff Levering, we actually we were just having this conversation. Jeff Levering one time found a screw um, oh. in his food. And uh, it was a couple years ago when he was doing minor league baseball. But I was like, that might, that one might take the cake for me. And you know what? That makes sense to find a screw in your food when you're in minor league baseball because we all we know they, they get screwed over a lot. Anyways, <laughs> oh, hey, we're, we're still you said it, not me. Exactly, <laughs> and I'm allowed to say it now. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, two guys that could be coming back tonight: Adamus and Hunter Renfro. Do you have any updates on those guys? Um, no, we have not seen any roster moves yet. Um, they have not put out a lineup yet either. So, um, we are anxiously awaiting. But um, you know, everything was trending towards. Uh, Willie and Hunter both being activated today. They didn't have any setbacks. You know, Willie was out on the field Sunday morning when he returned to the team and was going through a pretty rigorous kind of running of the bases and stops and starts and hitting the cage as well. And Hunter Renfro's been doing that for pretty much the last week or so as well. So I think they've kind of checked off all of the final boxes and I think we're all hopeful that they'll be in the lineup today. And, and I think Luis Arias has a good chance of being in there as well. He's missed the last couple of games with a, a thumb injury. So I think they're they're trending towards getting back to full strength, which would be great news. Hey, yeah. Sophia, hold, hold, uh, you want to know something funny? So you're, uh, yeah. Dario, Dario asked you a question. He's you're answering, and he looks at me. He says, "Like, do I have a question?" And I look at him. I look at him like, "Are you serious? You think I got a baseball question, Dario? Where have you been the last five years?" I, this is your show. I'm trying to show some respect. I usually don't even talk to Sophia. I used to go to the bathroom with Homer and her <laughs> talking baseball. That, that is true. I usually at least get like a hello and a goodbye. Right, you get a hello and a goodbye. Like that's it. I feel like Chewy does that too on the morning show. Hey, I, I absolutely lay out during baseball talk, <laughs> Dario. Don't worry. I got it. Uh, you, you mentioned Adamus was doing a, a rigorous running routine. I'm guessing you got to see some of that. I mean, how did he look? Did he look comfortable? Because we, we know oh, that yeah. he had that right quad issue that came from the left ankle 
sprain that he was suffering during his rehab starts. I mean, did he look okay? Yeah, he he did. I mean, it was, you know, it was full sweat going and it was, you know, home to first and first to third and stops and starts and doing some stuff out in the field as well. Um, so, you know, he did play in three minor league games. Um, he had, you know, that brief setback, like you said, with the quad. But um, I think that was why they have taken a more cautious approach just in general with all of these guys, but especially with, you know, really key pieces of your lineup and your defense like Willie and Hunter is, you want to make sure that you get these guys as close to 100%. Um, understanding, you know, that's um, a tough ask at this point in the season, but you want to get them as close to 100%, make sure that nothing is lingering so that this, you know, there's not a stop and start to their season where it becomes a reoccurring issue and they have to go back on the IL. So, um, you know, I know fans have been, like, really wanting to see them come back and, and maybe getting impatient, but, you know, it's it's really taking the long view here of, of – you know, making sure these these injuries are are put behind these players, and that they can come back and and be out there every day. And you mentioned the IL, Sophia. Talking with Sophia Minner from Bally Sports, Wisconsin. The the Brewers are just injury bug riddled right now. Uh, they finished off that eighteen games and seventeen games, kind of sputtering into the the final day of it. Did you get a sense in the clubhouse that with some of these guys coming back and having an off day, and the team getting somewhat healthier, that there's a little sigh of relief. Yeah, yeah. I think I think just you know Willie, what he brings to a clubhouse. You know, Hunter's been with the team the whole time, so he hasn't really you know missed out on on anything there. But but Willie's been gone from the team for at least a week now, um, so it was great just to you know see him and have his energy and his voice back in the clubhouse and in the dugout. And I think that's that's a real thing, you know, especially when you're in the middle of a really long stretch like that and you know, guys are really banged up and, and everyone is kind of tired and, you know, things are just starting to, to pile up. Um, so I think the off day came at a great time. I think getting, you know, all of these players back um, is a really good sign. You're hoping that Brandon Woodruff could come back sooner than later as well. So um, I think yesterday was just like a really good day for everyone, just mentally, physically, get away from it, regroup, and then, you know, you, you come back and you hope that, you know, we're going to have a, a, a pretty – normal looking lineup um one that we haven't seen for a while quite frankly and to that point Sophie, i mean it was still pretty impressive that in that 18 game 17 day stretch they went nine and nine with all the guys that were on the il and dealing with bumps and bruises absolutely yeah i think you know that was probably the most challenging portion of their schedule they have a similar stretch um, at the end of august going into september but you know, it was just having that 11-game trip and you're playing good teams like the Padres and the Cardinals and you've got the doubleheader in Chicago and, um, you know, you come back home and it's another four-game series against San Diego, who's a really good team in the National League West. So um, challenging stretch in terms of, like, the quality of the opponents plus all the injuries piling up plus the travel. I think to come away with a 500 record in that um, is a positive. And, you know, I think the good thing is you have a lot of different players that, that stepped up, right, in that stretch. Like Jace Peterson gave the Brewers tremendous defense, um, some huge at-bats. He's been great over there at third, while Luis Arias has filled in really nice for Willie over at short. I feel like you're not really giving anything up defensively with those guys. You know, Tyrone Taylor kind of drove the bus offensively for them on the road trip. And then, you know, you had all those debuts um, on the pitching side as well. So, um, you know, you just know that there are going to be stretches of the season like that. And I think 
when you're able to sort of weather the storm and get through it okay and then kind of regroup with an off day, um, you feel you feel pretty good about things on the other side. Yeah, I was going to ask you about all those debuts, four guys making their debuts from the pitching staff. And I, I don't know who your favorite was, but for me it was Jason Alexander. One, what he was able to do, but two, I'm a huge Seinfeld fan, so I had <laughs> so much fun in my show on Channel 12. So, I mean, for you, who was most impressive in their debut? I think it would have to be Jason Alexander, and that's a, a big reason why he's starting tonight, because um, he earned it. You know, he, he delivered a quality start against the Cubs, and, you know, it was seven innings, and he was able to overcome kind of a shaky first inning, I think, just as he was getting his legs under him and getting his emotions under control. And then I think once he got to that first inning, he really settled in, and I think we saw the potential of what he could be. And, you know, he, he has the sinker, um, similar to how Adrian Hauser pitches. So it's, it's the ball is on the ground. It's, you know, weak contact, uh, it's hopefully quick out. Um, you know, and he has a great story as well. I think just how he had come up and, um, for all of these guys, it's special to make your major league debut. So I think we're all, we're all excited to see what he can do now. Um, you know, he gets a second opportunity tonight. For those that don't know, can you tell us a little bit more about his story, Jason Alexander's? Yeah, so he um, he was not drafted. He came out of Menlo College, so he was a teammate of Lucas Erceg, who was a, a top prospect for the Brewers. And, and actually his coach, uh, Jake McKinley, is now um, the director of player development down in Arizona. So kind of a cool connection there. And so he, um, you know, was just trying to figure out how to continue his baseball career. And he ended up signing with the angels, moved up pretty quickly through their minor league system, um, kind of stalled at AAA, had some injuries, uh, signed with them. Of course the COVID season happened. So that shut down everything for all those minor league players. And then he joined the Marlins organization last year. Um, again, dealt with some injuries, uh, but had some good success when he was healthy. And so then he had the opportunity to sign with the Brewers this off season and, a very similar story to kind of what we hear from a lot of these guys when they join from outside organizations was just that, you know, getting into the pitching lab and getting the feedback of, you know, what, what is working for them and what to do more of and, you know, what to continue to work on. Um, he got kind of limited opportunities at spring training with the, the condensed timeline, but he was putting together a really nice season in AAA and he was performing and it was a lot of quality starts and, um, you know, he, he earned the opportunity here. So I think you, you really appreciate kind of the grind and the perseverance that guys like that have to have when, you know, this is not a top prospect. He was undrafted, um, you know, kind of one of those bet-on-yourself stories and just kept performing along the way and taking advantage of his opportunities. So I think you, you know, you really feel good for a guy like that when, when they do ultimately make it here. It feels like David Stearns and Matt Arnold find diamonds in the rough like that all the time. And for me none bigger than Josh Hader. I feel like it was one of David Stern's first trades, if I if I remember correctly. Is that, is that true, Sophia? Um, it was, well, it was actually Doug Melvin. It was Melvin. So Stearns was still with the Astros when he sent him Correct. over? Okay. Correct, yeah. Because so, yeah. Doug Melvin was still the GM at that point, because that was 2015. Yeah, okay. So before I let you go, how impressive, or if you had to describe what Josh Hader's doing right now, how would you describe it? It's insane. You know, I think it's it's to his credit, um, just the elite performance that we have seen over the last couple of years. I think as fans and as people watching him, you 
expect it to be automatic, which is a really unfair expectation. Um, you know, he's not a robot. He's a human. But the way that he performs, the consistency, he gets better every year, his uh, his durability. I mean, you could just go on and on about, you know, he's just so impressive in every category. Um, he's added pitches to his arsenal. He's not just pitching with velocity now. He's pitching with multiple pitches. He's got you know, just perfect command of those pitches. He can go to any pitch and any count. Um, he's still, I think, the best reliever in the game. And I just don't think there's anyone else like him that has performed at the level that he has. So um, it feels like kind of every time he's on the mound, it's like he's on the verge of another milestone, another historic record, another streak. Um, and again, that's, that's to his credit. Um, he puts in a ton of work. He's very meticulous about his preparation. He takes his role very seriously. Um, and then off the field, he just could not be a nicer human being. So um, I, I just have the ultimate respect for him of kind of who he is and how he shows up and works every day. Sophia, thanks so much. Great stuff per usual. Sophia, hey. Sophia, do you like root yes, beer? Tony. Do you like root beer or no? I do, yeah. I don't yeah. think a lot of it. Yeah. I do like it. Love it. I love it. These yeah. two losers I'm t- I'm with on the show today don't Overrated. like root beer. <laughs> Do they make vegan root beer for you, Tony? Nope. Don't need it. Oh. Root beer is so oh, good. Okay. I'm willing to All go right. off schedule for root beer. It's so good. Wow. That's wow. That's really, that's really saying something. I know. I'm telling you. Thanks, Beautiful. Sophie. Appreciate right. it. Bye, guys. Have a great day. You too.